0: Hey there, welcome to Skincare School, your ultimate skincare study guide. My name is Amy Clark and I'm Adore Beauty Senior Editor. And I'm Michelle Wong of Lab Muffin Beauty Science. This week on Skincare School... Skincare is about enhancing what you've got rather than trying to be something else or chasing this idea of perfection.
1: I think it just becomes the smell of good skin after a while. I think we all want to find products that work for us. And one of the best ways of doing that is seeing through some of the bullshit that usually gets thrown up in the marketing. I heard someone say it smells
0: like biscuits. I think it smells like an old off Christmas (laughs) ham. It's serum for your soul. As you would have heard in our little intro jingle, my name is Amy Clark. I'm a Door Beauty Senior Editor and I'm joined with my co-host, the wonderful Doctor Michelle Wong from Lab Muffin Beauty Science. Hey Michelle. Hey Amy, how are you? I'm good. Are you ready to talk about skincare?
1: Always. Do you want to tell the people a bit about you and Lab Muffin Beauty Science? Sure. So yeah, my name is Michelle. I have a PhD in chemistry, specifically medicinal chemistry. So how different ingredients interact with your body. And yeah, I started Lab Muffin Beauty Science, which is my blog. I also have a YouTube channel. I started in about 2011, which is wow, almost 10 years ago now. I was really frustrated with a lot of the myths that were around in the beauty industry and so I started digging into them and then I found all this info that was really hard to find and wasn't really anywhere on the internet. So I thought I'd tell people about it and I guess that's why I'm here now. And I wanted to know, actually, what was behind the name Lab Muffin Beauty Science? Because <sighs> I sometimes just call you Lab Muffin. I'm like, hey, Lab Muffin. But what what was behind that name? Honestly, it was just one of the things where I just needed a name so I could start. And I was procrastinating about finding a name. And so I was just like, well, this is unique. It's very easy to find on Google. So I'm just going to go with this and then I can change it later when I think of a better name. And I never did. You're like, I like being in a lab talking about science. Yeah, and I like muffins. Exactly. So put the two together and you've
0: got lab muffin beauty science. <laughs> Pretty much. For anyone out there who doesn't already follow you on Instagram, where you've got like a casual 200 and something thousand Instagram followers, you are all about myth busting with skincare. You're all about making science accessible. And so like, do you find people really want to know more about the science
1: in their skincare these days? Definitely. Yeah. I think we all want to find products that work for us. And one of the best ways of doing that is seeing through some of the bullshit that usually gets thrown up in the marketing. There is a lot of bullshit and there is a lot of treasure out there and it can be really hard to work out which one's which. So in skincare school Michelle
0: you are you know the authority on all things skin and science and ingredients so basically you just get to nerd out and tell us about you know all these words that we that can't pronounce and then I think the reason why we are the perfect pair is that I am a beauty editor. So I used to work in women's publishing as a journalist and as a beauty editor, which means that basically I have put every product that exists out there. I've put it on my face, I've put it in my hair, I've done all the road testing and tried a thousand and one different things so that I can tell you guys if it's if it's crap or not or if it's worth your money. So now you know who these two people gas bagging in your ears are, let's quickly do a little bit of housekeeping to tell you what to expect from the Skincare School podcast. So as the name suggests, we're talking all about skin, but this is going to be a 12-week limited series and each Each week we are going to cover everything you need to know about skincare
1: and none of the stuff that you don't need to know. So every week I'm going to take you through the technical details. I'm going to break it down so that it's really simple to understand. We're going to talk about things like skin types, different ingredients, how to use your different products. And
0: then I am going to swoop in and we're going to talk about the products. So no one has time for a 12-step skincare routine. It's all about what you need and none of what you don't.
1: So if you want to find out more, every week we're going to have show notes on the Door Beauty website where you can find extra readings and extra of videos that will go into a bit more detail about what we talk about in the podcast. So if you're a bit of a nerd and you want to find out a bit more about what's going on, check that out. So with
0: all that housekeeping out the way, shall we get into it?
1: Let's do it.
0: So Michelle, just to kick us off, I thought we could do a little bit of like an icebreaker activity and I want to know. Oh my God, it feels like school. Yes, <laughs> That's I know. I'm school. putting you
1: on the spot. <laughs> What is it about skincare that you love? I think part of it is obviously since I am a massive nerd, I love nerding out about ingredients and things like that. But the other thing is I hate waking up in the morning. I'm the worst morning person. (laughs) So I feel like having good skin means that you don't have to do as much in terms of makeup. And so I can sleep in a bit more. I love that answer. Anything that
0: helps me sleep in more, I'm (laughs) down for it. Yeah. What I love about skincare, I guess is, and this is going to sound wanky. And I know we talk about the word self-care a lot, but really skincare is self-care in that it's about how you feel and also taking back control and going, okay, this is an investment in myself to make me feel good. And then when you're feeling good, naturally that radiates on the
1: outside, I think. I think makeup also sort of feels like it's a little bit distant from you, like you're putting on a face or a skincare feels like you are changing something that doesn't change as much I guess it feels a little bit more lasting totally skincare is like it's kind of like working on your soul you know
0: (laughs) it's like straight onto your skin that's stripped back there's nowhere to hide it's serum for your soul Alrighty, so time for our first lesson plan. We are talking about skin types 101. There's really no point spending your money on skincare, you know, and I'm I'm talking from a beauty retailer, you know, as an online retailer that stocks beauty products for you to buy, please don't go out and spend your money and buy products until you know what your skin type is. Because that's gonna determine the kinds of products that you're gonna need and also what's gonna work best for your skin. So, Michelle take it away. Can you please take us through the different
1: skin types? Skin type is all about oil, how much oil your skin produces. So if you have dry skin, you don't have enough. If you have oily skin, you have too much. And if you're normal, you're in the middle.
0: I just want to preface this that Even though there's a skin type that's called normal, that doesn't mean it's better or worse than any of the other skin types. It's just what we're born with. But normal is probably the most fuss-free of the skin types.
1: Yeah. So on the other hand, we have dry skin where you don't quite have enough oil, whether it's because you live in a place where you need to have more oil if you live in a dry climate, for example, or you're just born that way. So with dry skin, you tend to have flakier skin. It tends to be a bit more sensitive because oil is important in keeping that skin barrier intact. And yeah, if your skin feels tight, if you see flakes, sometimes dry skin is also associated with some dry skin conditions like eczema, then yeah, that's dry skin. Okay, so tell us about the other end of the spectrum, which is oily skin. Sure, I have a lot of experience with this because I have oily skin. So oily skin, you have excess oil on your skin, you have large pores, you tend to be more prone to acne because one of the contributing factors to acne is oil. So yeah, if you're pretty shiny, if you touch your face and you can feel the oil, if your makeup tends to slide around a lot and you don't really feel like you need a moisturizer, then you probably have oily skin. The other thing is oily skin is really prone to blackheads. And that's why a lot of men actually
0: have an oilier skin type. So if you have a partner that has blackheads and you love to squeeze their blackheads, they probably have oily skin too.
1: So the other situation where I think it gets a bit confusing to work out what your skin type is, is combination skin. And lots of people have this. I feel like most of us probably have this to some extent.
0: Combination skin is really like the Gemini of skin types. (laughs) You've got two sides.
1: Yeah. So usually the bits that are oilier are your forehead your nose and your chin the bits that are drier are like your cheeks so different parts of your skin you might have more than one skin type on your face which is kind of cool because then you can use more products and nothing really never works for you but at the same time you might have to treat the different parts of your skin differently so it's like you have dry skin on your cheeks and normal skin on your forehead or you might have the total opposite gemini where you have super dry cheeks super oily forehead and nose with a good skincare routine you can actually make this a little bit less polarised as well. So that's good news. Another reason why using products
0: specifically for your skin type is super important. And so there's basically four main skin types. We've got normal, dry, oily and combo but what about sensitive skin? I feel like a lot of us say, oh, my skin's really sensitive or I have sensitive skin, but it's not actually a skin type, is it?
1: So some people do have properly sensitive skin in terms of their genetics. So they're just more predisposed. So if your whole family has sensitive skin, if your parents, your siblings, if you all have to use special laundry detergents, for example, if you have a lot of allergic reactions, then it's quite possible that you have properly sensitive skin and you can't do very much about but these days a lot of us accidentally make our skin temporarily sensitive by using the wrong products, which again is why we're going into this. Uh, So if you get (laughs) too excited and you use really irritating products, you might find that your skin suddenly starts reacting to things, things that it never reacted to before. So moisturizers, even like sunscreens, maybe when you put it on, it might feel like it's burning or stinging. So yeah, if you're in that situation a lot of it is to do with the products you're using and you should probably try to back off. So if you do find that you are having a lot of you
0: know, persistent trouble with your skin, you know, when you put products on, they feel like they're burning. When you get these flare-ups, all of those kinds of things, it's definitely best to go and see a skin specialist. So a dermatologist, a dermal clinician, even your GP is a great starting point,
1: but go and get personalized professional advice about that. Yeah, and they can tell you what the root of the problem is. So whether or not you do really need to avoid particular products or if there's a better solution. Okay, so now we've gone through all
0: the skin types, you might be wondering, okay, cool, but how, the, how do I know what my skin
1: type is? If you are confused, there are a few common confusions. So firstly, if you feel like your skin is sometimes oily, sometimes dry, but mostly neither, you probably have normal skin if on the same patch of skin it's oily and dry then it's probably oily but dehydrated and if you have different bits all over your face then you've probably caught co- combo so yeah that's our quick troubleshooting guide and then if you're still not sure and you
0: really you know you, f- you might be using if you're using a 12-step routine and you're just kind of putting things on your face your face is freaking out a little bit the best way is to go right back to basic so strip right back to just cleanser moisturizer and SPF for around 30 to 40 days and wait for your skin to reset and then hopefully your
1: true skin type will reveal itself and if you really 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 don't know after that then (laughs) go see a specialist and they will tell you and that is everything
0: you need to know about skin types Now let's move on to a pop quiz because this is skincare school after all. So there's got to be a little quiz of some kind. And basically what we want to do is each week I'm going to quiz Michelle on some of the really commonly asked questions on the week's topic because
1: Michelle is kind of the authority on myth busting. I feel like that is like 90% of what I do, just work out which things are myths. Crushing dreams, (laughs) one
0: myth at a time. And so I'm going to put you on the spot here and ask you some questions about skin types so the first question is can you change your skin type
1: not really like over time it can change so a lot of the time when you get older your skin tends to dry out a bit more but in general no your skin state can change though so we talked a bit about sensitized skin but yeah largely It's pretty difficult. And I think the key here is that it's about accepting
0: your skin, knowing how it works and what it responds to. It's not about trying, skincare isn't about trying to change your skin. Exactly, yeah. So in other words, if you see a bottle that says that it can change your skin type, that it can get rid of your oily skin, it's just not true, okay? So don't get sucked in. All right, question number two. Do you need products for your skin type or is it just a marketing
1: ploy? so knowing what your skin type is and picking products that are appropriate for your skin type will definitely help it is pretty important it will really change how you approach products the only issue is sometimes when you see a product that says it's for dry skin or for oily skin on the label sometimes it's not really accurate so yeah just be careful of the marketing labels but knowing your skin type and picking the right products is
0: really important okay another question and we did touch on this a tiny bit but I feel like this is where you get to fully explain it can you have two skin types so can
1: you be oily and dry so you can have a really common situation where you have dehydrated skin. And this usually happens because of products you're using or your environment and it's where your skin doesn't have enough water and it can get irritated. Now, this can actually make your skin produce a bit more oil and it can also feel a bit more dry. So it sort of pushes your skin to the two extremes because of yeah, what's happening on the outside rather than something that is internal it's best to look out for that and deal with that and then a lot of the time your true skin type will come forward and it is not oily plus dry it is oily or dry or somewhere in between
0: well done michelle three out of three we've busted some myths and now it's time to talk about products Alrighty, this is the fun part. Well, it's the most fun for me because, you know, as a beauty editor, I love talking about beauty products. And so in the best in class segments each week, we are going to talk to you through basically the creme de la creme of the products for the topic we're talking about. So today I'm going to take you through our best in class products for each skin type. Some of these will be personal product recommendations. So ones that I've tried or ones that Michelle loves and others are just the best sellers in the category agree on Adore Beauty, which I feel like is a really good indication that a product is good. <laughs> so let's start off with the best in class for dry skin because I have dry skin and I bloody love this product. So it's the Aspect Probiotic Mask. Now, this one actually comes up all the time on our other Adore Beauty podcast, Beauty IQ Uncensored, because Joanna Fleming loves this product. And it's really just basically like hooking an IV hydration drink <laughs> into your face. You can use this as an over- overnight moisturizer. So instead of using your night cream or your regular moisturizer at nighttime, chuck this on. I basically sleep like a mummy with layers (laughs) of creams. But if you prefer, you can use it as a wash off mask, put it on after you've cleansed your face, leave it on for about 20 minutes and then wash it off. Or you can actually use it as a day moisturizer as well, because it gives the skin this really beautiful glow. It's just full of things that give back to the skin barrier but then I want to ask you Michelle about the probiotic part because to me probiotic skincare is something that's
1: around a lot at the moment it's like a a new trend probiotics are a bit weird because when you think about what happens with like supplements you eat it and then it's meant to make your poop better But obviously, if you're putting it on your face, it's not quite the same. So in skincare, probiotics are like chopped up bits of bacteria. It's like they've taken the bacteria and they call it a lysate, which is the word you'll see in the ingredients list. They basically... yeah just churn it and you might be thinking like bacteria like shouldn't they be alive to do stuff it turns out that if you just have like these like zombified bacteria corpses on your skin it does tend to help your skin a little who knows how it's all very mysterious it's all very new technology There seems to be some good effects. This is all sounding really attractive, like really (laughs) sexy stuff, chopped up bacteria on your face. Have you heard about the whole thing about putting stuff on like layers on your skin when you go to bed and they call it slugging? So you're like a really shiny, gooey... Yes. I feel like... It's been around for a long time. So I remember talking about this in 2014. We called it slug life. It was mostly with like really thick mask-like products. You put it on your skin and then you sleep like you're covered in snail slime. And then you wake up and you wash it off and your skin is beautiful and glowing. No one cares how the sausages are made. As long as you wake up and your skin is nice, it doesn't matter what you look like at night. Although I think some of our partners would disagree. (laughs) Um, But yeah, now it's like a new TikTok trend. Apparently it's the big thing. So if you are into TikTok and all that jazz and you want to try slugging, you can
0: do that with this mask. Now, on to the best in class product for all my oily skin friends out there. The product that is going to be best for you is the ASAP Radiant Serum. I reckon this is probably one of the most popular products on the entire Adore Beauty website and the reason is this serum
1: gives glow like absolutely nothing else. I love this product. I have tried a lot of exfoliators but this one is just really nice. It's not too harsh. A lot of exfoliants are really irritating and it has that combo of AHA and BHA. So AHAs are a little bit more surface exfoliation. BHA is usually recommended for early skin because it's good at getting into oily pause. But I think a lot of people with oily skin make the mistake of just go for a BHA product, but the AHA really adds that extra glow. So if you want to give this one a
0: try in your routine, you use it at night time. And the reason why is because exfoliating acids like AHAs and BHAs can make you more susceptible to the sun. So only use it night time and definitely wear a sunscreen the next day. And also, if you've never used an exfoliating product like this one before, start slow, maybe one to two times a week, because your skin's going to need to get used to this kind of exfoliation and if you're also worried about your skin kind of burning any irritation and things like that you can pop your moisturizer over the top. Now onto best in class for combination skin. Your product is the Skin SkinCeuticals Retexturing Activator. This is a really unique serum because what it does is it hydrates the skin and exfoliates at the same time, but without using any acids.
1: So yeah, this is really cool because acids tend to be quite irritating, but this is meant to have better results than a 20% daily glycolic treatment, which is... Honestly, a pretty amazing claim. So, the ingredient that does this is the hydroxyethyl urea. It is just not very irritating compared to an acid. It doesn't need to be used at a low pH, which is the main reason that acid exfoliants can irritate you. Low pH is acidic. It's kind of like when you burn yourself on something really sour. And the thing about this ingredient
0: is what it does is it stimulates enzymes in your own skin to help break down the dead skin cells rather than those acids coming in and kind of dissolving the gunk. It's just helping your skin to do its own job better, which is really great. Now onto best in class for those with sensitive skin. Oh, I know that people with sensitive skin, you guys probably feel like you miss out on all the fun. Everyone else gets to use hardcore actives. They get to have retinol face and all this fun stuff. But this product is so amazing. The best in class is the Mesoesthetic Post-Procedure Fast Skin Repair. This product, I kid you not, is basically like putting a dummy in a kid's mouth that is having a tantrum. So if your skin is having a tantrum, it's not liking anything. Anything you put on it, it's making it feel sore or inflamed or anything like that. You want to chuck this moisturizer balm over the top. And it really just is like a big woosa. For your skin. It brings everything down,
1: really calms everything, and makes it really comfortable. Yeah, this has a whole bunch of trending calming ingredients, and they're trending because they're really effective. So, this has things like Centella Asiatica extract. That's really, really popular in Asian skincare because a lot of Asian people do have more fragile skin barriers, because a lot of us. Well, if you live in Asia, you're in aircon all the time. And as you've probably realized, when you have aircon, your skin just dries out a bit and it's just a bit less happy. So yes, yeah, Centella, it's also got licorice extract, which is also another amazing calming ingredient.
0: Now on to best in class for normal skin. And I'm gonna go with probably the most Talked about serum on the Adore Beauty website. It's the Skin CE Ferulix Serum. This is the gold standard of vitamin C serums. It's like, it's the Rolex. She is expensive, $218. So obviously, $218 is a ton of money to spend on a serum. And so I think it's really important to explain exactly why this serum costs that much money. And it comes down to the
1: formula. This is like a little known fact, but SkinCeuticals actually has a patent on this formula. So there are imitators of this formula, but SkinCeuticals has this particular version on lock. It's got vitamin C, vitamin E, and ferulic acid, as you can probably tell from the name. Vitamin C is just an anti-aging superstar. It helps with pigment. It helps with texture. It can help with premature aging. So it can actually increase the collagen in your skin as well. And the SkinCeuticals version is the only one that's been properly clinically tested in peer-reviewed scientific journals. So this is like the gold star of all the vitamin C ferulic serums. It is the OG. Nothing compares. It's got the receipts to back it up. Exactly. So if you're wondering, the version of vitamin C in this is L-ascorbic acid, which is the really unstable version, which is why the vitamin E and ferulic acid are so important in there to help keep it stable. But it is also the best tested version of vitamin C. So if you're looking for a vitamin C serum, L-ascorbic acid is the one that you want. If your skin can handle it. And if you have normal skin, your skin can probably handle it.
0: It has a really thin, slightly kind of dry oil texture. And it, the consistency, it does sink into the skin quite quickly. But we do need to talk about the scent because this product, it stinks. It smells like some people say it smells. I heard someone say it smells like biscuits. I think it smells like an old off Christmas ham that has been <laughs> left on the table in 32 degree heat. But the fact that so many people love using this serum that smells so bloody disgusting. It's a real testament to
1: just how good it is. I think it just becomes the smell of good skin after a while.
0: Ooh. (laughs) I think
1: that needs to be painted. That is a
0: great line. Finally, one more product that we have to include because really it's best in class for every skin type and that is sunscreen. We have a whole episode on sunscreen coming up, but really there is no point spending any money on any of the products we've talked about today Let alone any skincare, if you
1: aren't wearing sunscreen over the top. So, we care a lot about anti aging, but when we talk about aging, we think of getting older and waiting for years to pass. But it's actually not the process of aging that makes your skin mostly look old. It's actually mostly just the amount of UV exposure you get as you get older. It's really ridiculous. UV damage is pretty much responsible for most of the signs of aging on your skin. And it's a lot easier to just stop the damage from happening in the first place than to try to undo it later. I mean, I feel like we all know this from real life. Like if you're going to bake a cake and make it look smooth, just like start off with a good recipe. Don't try to like fill in the gaps with icing. It never works quite as well. Long story short, there's no point spending
0: any money on any of the products we've talked about today or any products in general if you're not wearing sunscreen over the top. But never fear, we have a whole episode coming up next week about exactly what to look for in the sunscreen and the best sunscreen for your skin type so stay tuned for that Thanks for listening to Skincare School. If you're a bit of a teacher's pet, you'll find links to all the extra readings and products mentioned in this episode in the show notes.
1: If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe in your podcast app and you'll get a notification the second our next episode drops.
0: And while you're there, you might as well tell us what you think about our podcast. Leave us a review and a five-star rating and don't forget to tell everyone in your life about Skincare School because at the end of the day, we are here to serve. See you next week.